Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Sound Bites family, the Sound Bites International Radio, Con- Black Consciousness is the claim, Only Road is the aim. 
bringing the conversations pertinent to our diasporic landscape to you, 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 and you um, in efforts to, you know, build healing and empowerment for our great people, which is you. Um, I am Sirka Nefera, and this is... Nefera to my IT Rock. <laughs> I thought you was going to accompany me. You didn't accompany me this time. It is Sound Bites International Radio, so um, uh, we hope you had a great weekend. Um, before, before we get started, of course, we want to do a little bit of the usual housekeeping. So uh, remember, you can um, view more Sound Soundbites content as well as Sound Bites merch, as well as contribute to uh, Sound Bites efforts to continue to sustain these conversations by uh, visiting our website at thisissoundbites.com. Um, you can also, on that website, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Music, um, where you can follow our, our podcast, our audio podcast, um, uh, curating our journey up to now, right? So all the conversations we've had with, with the Soundbites family um, across the past three or so years, uh, you get to get that content streaming right to you uh, on Apple Music, excuse me, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Also, as I mentioned on the website, there is an opportunity um, an option to uh, to donate to Sound Rights efforts as we continue as a sustainable uh, platform for for these conversations. Uh, we do this in, in in love and support of the family, um, but we also do appreciate any reciprocity and energy that is returned um, as well. Uh, so you can contribute there. You can also contribute um, on our cash app, which is Sound Bites Radio. Uh, that should be up on the screen. You see that there. So you can contribute in that way as well. You can also contribute by being part of the conversation, right? Be continue to be part of the conversation. Share the link share the the, the the Facebook live broadcast with your peoples share the podcast information with your peoples um, also remember when you're following to please leave uh, your reviews as well as um, your, your, your five-star ratings for the Apple podcast right um, and, and again really like this is a collaborative effort of the community in the village so you can share with your people share you know get them to follow get them to follow um, right. also you can follow us on our sound bites on international radio on Instagram that is available for you to follow as we keep uh, in tune with the, the conversation and the news within our, our diaspora conversation. Um, you know, we you know, pose the questions that are necessary for us to be asking because we should be asking the critical questions of, of our human experience um, and how we're, you know, how we're dealing with it. Um, so, um, and today we're going to talk about, again, please share the conversation, join the conversation. Um, again, we're, here to, we're really going to look at, break down uh, how we're being within the indoctrination of, of our experience, right? Like, what is what does that look like? Um, what has been put in place um, as a means to, uh, let's say, operate when you, your human condition to better yourself? How does how does what the matrix has provided relate to the African? And what does that mean for the African nation building? Who who is it impacting? Who is it affect? Who gets to benefit from mm -hmm. these tools that have been given to us? And one in particular, we, we, we've been talking about quite a bit offline, is really, you know, looking at um, the 48 Laws, 48 laws of Power, of power. Um, by Robert Greene. Yeah. So that's something we, we've taken a look at for a bit. You can see that there. Um, that's the 48 Laws of Power, if you haven't seen it before. But, look um, at that. But really, you know, what it is is that we want to look at these tools that have been given to us and how... How do, do, not even how do they matter, do they matter? You know, well, I guess how, but do they matter to what we're trying to build as an African community, right? Um, so, so yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if you want to add on yeah, to that. Yeah, it, it 
Well, it's been coming up, so this is why I wanted to look at it because it's been coming up. It every now and again this shows up, and someone comes to me and wants to have a conversation about what I think about this particular text. Now I read it because mm -hmm. it was in the cipher. It was out there in the streets. You know, folks were selling it, and um, you know, because the street vendors out there in the city and everywhere. Um, it's a good book to read. Um, I think that we really want to do a a real assessment, which is why we talk about here the African-centered consciousness and what it means to see and have an African-centered prism um, and the things that we pick up on, adopt, and adapt into our life and function. But I do know that a quite a bit of what we uh, assess from this book is contrary to African-centered consciousness. So when we're looking at things from an African-centered worldview, we want to look at, is this good or is this bad for us as an individual mm -hmm. in terms of self-mastery and how does it impact our community? Because there are people out here who like, they be in this book and they be talking that talk and I be like... Talking it like they talking. Yeah, but you know that's contradictory to your other rhetoric though, right? right. Because you can't, with the, with the things that are in this book, you can't have transparency and unity. Right. You will not arrive to a conversation of harmony, equity, authenticity, transparency. Those things won't exist with this book because this book is based on deception. Mm. But a lot of people tout this book and they utilize it as a means of supporting an argument. One of the main ones that I can look at, y'all, is never outshine the master. Number one, the number one argument right Lord, there. Lord, family, Lord, family. <laughs> it's not funny. It is an ironic twist funny because um, no, not more than the master or never outshine the master. How does that work for the African in terms of self-efficacy, in terms of having your own narrative and, and validating yourself and your own personal self-worth within this social strata? Um, I'm really interested in the feedback from the community as to how you, how you ingest that concept of no, not more than the master. First of all, who is your master? Do you have a master? Um, from an African centered worldview, and it has taken me many, many years, over 20 years to ensure that I train my sight on African centered consciousness. First, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine some time ago, one of my one of my sisters from another mother, and she always says, "Como se dice," which means, <laughs> "How do you say? How do you say that? How do you say that in Spanish?" Right, right, because right. Because she translates. She's thinking, and I ask people, "Have you been asked some folks in my past, like, do you think in your language or do you think in English?" I think that's always like, interesting. It's very interesting, right? Yeah. People who speak who English is not their first language don't always think in English. So oftentimes there's a there's a switch that has to happen in their minds where they switch it from their language and translate it into English. And English being that it is a quote unquote bastard language, a lot of times there is no translation for certain words in English in their languages. Mm -hmm. So then that's when she goes, come on, say, they say, um, and she's like, oh my God, she's trying to figure out how to translate what she wants to say from English into her language or from her language into English. Right. 
So when you're translating what's happening with your living and working experience and you're, you're going and socializing and uh, experience, so how are you able to connect with yourself from an African-centric worldview as to how you see the world? It is a very big, what do you call a culture shock. Yeah, it is. It's a culture shock. It's a culture shock. So this is why I say when you look at this book, do you really do do we really grasp the fact that it's not conducive to African centered consciousness? What do you think? Um, I mean, for so now, I want to take into consideration that you know I understand the you know this basics you know to pull from the book itself. I right. I personally would have not have been one that not consume it in any great depth at all. Right. I've, I've found um, for me. And maybe that is some conscious type of African kind of thing. It's like, what is the, it's almost like, what is this book going to tell me that about exactly. my, human, my human experience right. that I can't like just really just get to learn get and stick, to learn get in the grit and the teeth of exactly, you know, get to learn on my own accord and, and how I'm moving in, in the landscape. Also, how much of it is like going to be relative to me, especially as night, you know, on the basic level, I've always thought about like, you know, as a black man in America, like, okay, well, how much is this going to relate to me getting to that top of the heap, so to speak, on the success ladder, so to speak, within a matrix that's not really designed for me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So um, I look at those pieces and I get, like for me, it's like a the grain of salt type of thing. Like, okay, yeah, this guy, this, this right, there's something there, but you know, I, I don't need to sit here with this book wasting time. When it, and it's not anybody, be clear, not anybody that reads it and like consumes it for whatever purpose, you know, knowledge you get from it. But it's just kind of like for me, it was just like, eh, it wasn't, it, I didn't find it personally essential to, to right, to dive in, you know what I mean? I'd rather just kind of real-time, um, textually grasp life in the way it was. You know, I grasp the, the Bible in a certain way. I grasp, you know, other you know, various religious teachings in certain ways. And like I've already right. said, how it was my human experience, how I get to be a better human, period, on this, in this, on this landscape. And every bit of text has some little bit that's great, some little bit, some bigger bit that's not so great. So I try to, you know, like I said, no, throw the baby out the bathwater. Mm. Take the tidbits that make sense towards mm. a being a better human in my experience, um, mm -hmm. and kind of just leave the rest. Um, so, so when I think of something like this, I'm thinking about how are we synthesizing these particular laws. Um, and I know we have the list. We can go do them like you know, you know, tidbits. Yeah. Of what's, you can grasp basically what each piece is about, um, and how it relates. But yeah. my thing is, how are we as a people synthesizing what's being said and for whom? Um, who gets the benefit from these laws? Yeah. Are, are you? Will you be a success by by law forty eight? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, what's do do well, will this, you accomplish everything? Be, you know what I mean. So it's supposed to allegedly be, and we look at these books. Mind you, this is a national bookseller. I haven't even pulled up the recent stats to see how many copies this book has sold. But this book sells a lot of copies, and it's mm -hmm. in a lot of spaces, um, quote unquote, like. African-centered spaces, African bookstores, etc. It's in many places. And my main concern is that we contextualize the learning. I don't believe in rejecting information mm -hmm. if Absolutely. you have the right type of ability to synthesize that information. It's taken me over 20 years to be able to synthesize an African-centered consciousness as my first frame of reference. Mm -hmm. As my first frame of reference. First frame of reference as I was trying to explain before, in terms of translating what I'm seeing through my lens. So now I see in African first. So this is why when people are telling me things and I'm listening to things and I'm taking in information and I'm ingesting things and I hear people talking, I'm like, 
wrong again. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and when I say it takes practice, and there's a lot of things that come into the space that impede a, con- a, a fluid conversation within your own head in African. Mm. A lot of that has to do with the fact that our ambi- uh, ambivalence for advocating for self. Mm. So the concept of no, not more than a master is a big problem for you when you need to advocate for yourself, African. Mm, that doesn't work. Especially in the face of the, in the, face of the master. In- injustice? <laughs> First <laughs> right. of all, when you're talking about injustice, you're going to have some difficulty trying to advocate for yourself in a way that is authentic and impactful if you cannot stay in a position where guess what the master isn't the authority in african-centered consciousness Mm. you are i don't care how far down your journey it's taking me more than 20 years to think in african first but if you are engaging in your journey and you think in african 15 percent of the time you are thinking in african more than the master is so you are the authority in the space so how do you assert yourself if the goal here is in the social in- interactions are not to know more than the master. Problem. Right. Big issue. What's another one? <sighs> oh, God. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Um, the Let's next take one, a look. I'm on law six over here. <laughs> Never put too much trust in friends and learn how to use enemies. Oh, Lord, what? have mercy. Okay. Okay, so he says, friends are more likely to betray you in a haste, and they are more prone to envy. However, if you hire a former enemy, they will prove themselves more trustworthy as they are have, they have more to prove. Consequently, you have more to fear from friends than you do enemies. Often you think you know your friends better than you, than you do. This is because honesty rarely strengthens bonds, so friends frequently hide their true feelings about each other as people want to feel they deserve their good fortune in hiring a friend. They can feel undeserving and ultimately resentful instead. It's because to hire an enemy as your motives as are upfront and are not clouded by personal feelings. Peace and power, Sister Melly Queen, Sister Carol, thank you for checking in. Please share the content and, and join the conversation. We're talking indoctrination in the face of using tools um, from the master's house, 48 laws of power and things of those nature, and how does that relate to nation building for the African? Um, I'm concerned yes. about this one yeah. because... It's law two of the 48 laws of power. When we're talking right about healing our relationship as Africans and healing our trusts and bonds as African people, this doesn't really support us. Right. Because first of all, in a, in, a, in a harmonious African community, I don't want to have enemies. Right. Ideally. I don't want to have enemies. It is. I, wouldn't, I don't even want to have people that dislike me or that I don't dislike, that I dislike. Because the goal here is to be together in unity. And if we all have the same goals, and if I do unto others, I would have to do unto me. And every single person in that community is doing the same thing, then where's the like or dislike? Because like or dislike functionally is not practical in that space. But under the master's conversation, there is a concept of a consistent enemy that is going to forever be present. See, that doesn't work with the concept of African-centeredness. Mm-hmm. Because if we're working on a community where we're bonding and we're healing and we're back in our trust space, there should be no enemy present. Right. But and when you think from the master's concepts, they have created a space where there is always an enemy present. Mm. Problem. Mm. 
that is a prison, and that is a limiting belief. And it also cuts off your ability to aspire past certain barriers and certain levels of, of maturity. That does not always have to be an enemy present. One. Two, I have actually experienced this. I've actually experienced this. This is telling me that your friends are really honest with you. Right. I happen to be a good friend. I have not had as many good friends as I have been to them. Because I have experienced my friends, and if I call you friend, you family, being withholding with themselves, mm. with their ideas, with their feelings, with their growth. Many areas I experience friends being withholding. Mm. So here, enemy, I don't believe that I have enemies. Enemies don't generally rear up for me personally. I like to put things on, as you can see. Doesn't matter what it is, because there are no big eyes and little U's here. As we are all evolving, and we should all be seeking uh, uh, opportunity to elevate and master self. So I want to walk back through some of my life experiences and express them in a way of case study. Because if not uh, a life understood, then what have you been doing other than make, going through the motions? So in the understanding of this, I'm looking at friendship and I'm saying, hmm, this is interesting. People don't come at me as enemy. Not frontwards. I don't I don't have, I could count on one hand, maybe a bully, maybe someone that, you know, didn't get along with me. 99.99% of the time, the one that, come, that, that falls on my footstep is familiarity breeds contempt. People turn funky with me. They don't start funky. <laughs> <laughs> like this. They get oh, funky oh, later. They're like, oh, girl, we love you. And before you know it, resentment it's, shows up. It's wild. And a whole, it's so... Because, it, I, I mean, even you, you, you being... Right, you, you being in your own walk and us being in our walk together, wow. I've literally observed this. You know what I mean? So there's proof in the pudding um, in observing and being, being really like an intentional in, in observation of these experiences, right? Because you experience with one and you're sorry for me, you, you get to experience all. And also how all those all others may experience you as well. So it's, it's important to you know do those assessments of what's going on in the space. So I, I literally see these things um, regularly, whereas the thing of... It's so weird. Um, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great. Oh, that's, all right, that's cool. I mean, all right, whatever. I mean, all right, that's enough. All right, whatever. All right, I'm just going to, like, not be around for, like, six months. Maybe pop up if I need and to. And I wouldn't even call that an enemy. I would call that resentment. That's resentment, right. I, yeah, that's resentment enemy, for whatever yeah. reason, and it's not something that I created. It's not something that you have created. It happens within the, quote-unquote, the friend's mind of whatever it is because mm -hmm. according to this... People want to believe that they have earned their good fortune. As people want to feel they deserve their good fortune in hiring a friend, they can feel undeserving. So I guess people, I assess that people have the, whatever their levels are. Like I said, I've been thinking in African for over 20 years. Um, and, and I'm telling you, it's a journey. And I don't take it lightly. And I can also, because I have this level of insight, I can also see where other people's space, where they are arriving in their ability to translate their living experience in African based on their actions and the things that they say hmm. and the things that they subscribe to. You know them by their fruit. This is a reality <laughs> because my goal is to create solutions for cohesion for the Africans and the community to come together. So we need to know what's not working. I, I feel like it's important to reshape 
certain narratives too because I'm looking at this particular line of mm -hmm. this is because honesty rarely strengthens bonds so friends frequently hide their feelings about each other and we, we kind of and by, that's by not particularly African. that line that line does it just it just doesn't work for me because in, in actuality honesty should strengthen bonds so what is hiding in, in within that that um how are we relating to what honesty and what truth looks like mm -hmm. so if we're relating if we're if we're made to believe that truth destroys then how can we how can we ever accept an, an authentic life? How can we ever have an authentic life? How can we ever have a peaceful life knowing that we're always surrounded by, you know, evil or enemy or no, no one's truthful? You know what I mean? Or, like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me that truth and, and knowing and move, removing veils mm -hmm. means you should be further away. You actually now, because you're so naked in your human experience and your spiritual experience, that should be an opportunity for you to connect even deeper. Because now you're in a space no one else has been, and that in itself is 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 an honor on both ends, or at least it should be an honor. An honoring of the divine in me sees the divine in you. I'm honored to be the mm -hmm. one you chose, in a sense, to share. to share with. And as the sharer, I'm honored to have you as somebody I feel I can trust enough to share this with. So if we don't have that space, then how does that actually work for human connection? And well, how does it work for the Africans' community right. since? All we, all we got is each other. Uh, right. Sister Michelle, practitioner, said, well, sis, you know what happens a lot. And um, she's she going she to be quiet. Go on and speak your piece. I mean, because at the end of the day, this is the thing about it. I'm, I'm the woman who lights the darkness also as a sacred woman practitioner. Um, and I came into that work back in 2005. And I was able to actually have my one-on-one -on -one and in person with the master healer and trainer, comedic priestess, Queen Afua in 2017 where I ascended and became um, crowned a sacred woman. So, and now a, and now also a sacred woman practitioner some two, three years later, give thanks. Um, she said, cause you larger than life. No, sis, that's not okay. I don't need to be larger than life, sis. I, I, and I appreciate you. And listen, I received that There's blessing. There's the reception. I received and. that blessing. I received that Pouring in and nourishment. Thank you. It's, it is great to be recognized. However, sis, the point is not to be better than anyone. It is to Sankofa, reach back, get it, share it, reach back, send someone a hand, help folks right the wrongs and straighten up their road. If mm -hmm. I know it, if I can share it, here you have it. I have to stop. I have to actually become more reserved because you can't pour for an empty cup. And I cannot continue to pour, pour, pour. And folk take it run. So that's not okay. So, and I also cannot be the person who, and I just recently had a conversation with a brother who was like, you're the activator. Yes, I do understand that. In reality, I have activated people and we activate people because we have creative energy. We are a well bursting at the seams with energy, with light, with inspiration, with creativity. And we also think in African. We also believe in our own self-efficacy, which a lot of people do not, which is why we're constantly learning, wanting to duplicate instead of create ourselves. Mm. It's okay for social learning to elevate in a certain way, but to usurp doesn't really work because you know what happens? You fall and now you're stuck. And mm. I tell you, you know what I said to Hesia? They always come back. Okay. Watch and see. Wait. And they do. Every time. You may, not call, time. you may not call the time, but it, it happens. I can't call the time, and but then, they always come back. And then, and, and, then, and then it's like this. It's kind of like, all right, well. 
Okay. Because it's not <laughs> no. because it's not about power. Right. It's not. It's about what did you need to go learn? We'll Hopefully you'll be different. And you know son. something? These folks don't be different. They still be like, eh. That's, and that's just whack to me. But anyway, that's that's the unfortunate. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting something else. But let me go ahead here. Conceal your intentions. Always keep your intentions obscure. That does not work that's for an hour. Gross. That <laughs> is some what I tell you guys, a three card Monty. That's trifling. That's pure and simple Always deception. But I want you to look at this as a social landscape strata. Look at how this plays out because this is based on something. Whenever you look at a text, you're assessing, you're looking at a social landscape. What is happening with those people that has them creating this type of output? That's what you're looking at. That is the assessment tool. So when you go to the museum and you look at these pieces from Africa and you go down and you see these old pieces from, you know, when you go to see, you know, the Machu Picchu and you look at the carvings and, and all these things, you look at what those people, what their output was, will tell you about their social landscape. This is what we are creating. We are telling people in this social landscape to conceal their intentions. Be trifling and deceptive, please. But you know something? We're going to also look at this. And this is the 42 laws of Ma'at, the covenants of Ma'at, from the shrine of Ptah. And we're going to see some things on here that talks about how you behave and what your social conditions should be according to our social landscape in terms of our behavior with one another. Because if you are concealing your intentions, then this is why you can't be honest. This is the reason why bond, honesty doesn't breed bonds which is insane to me. But look at this. It says, by cloaking your intentions, people will believe you to be friendly and honest. This will lead them to further, do further down the wrong path. Additionally, by being bland and inconspicuous, people are even less likely to doubt your intentions as they trust the familiar. That's, I can't with these. I can't with these, but we're going to move on because we got to get through some more of these guys. Always say less than necessary. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get to real quick before, okay. before we move on. Brother Give Joseph, thanks. peace and blessings. Brother Joseph, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for coming in, brother. Um, and for sharing. We appreciate you always. Um, brother Joseph says, that's why I hate when people say, don't forget about the little people. That makes me... Um, first of all, no such thing because we're all powerful, yes. Second and most important, I treat the village like a Snoop Dogg song. It ain't no fun that the homies can't have none. Give thanks. I, I hear that. Amen. Um... Carol, Sister Carol says, outspoken, bold, sharing, and not afraid to reach out to others is a problem for some. And that is a reality. It sure wow. is. And that's, and that's, a, and that's a, a shame that it should be that way. You know, and it's, it's real. What, you want to go back to your... Yeah, uh, I just, I just got to pop up here. I was just checking in to find out, like... <sighs> I'm not seeing the comments in real time. I'm, I'm on. My comments are all over the place too, but that's what it says there, so that's fine. Okay, no worries. <laughs> so it's so. Trust, in, trust in what I've read. I didn't make it up. Here it goes. The law is always say less than necessary. Mm -hmm. Powerful people know how to impress others by saying less. Mm -hmm. I think you shady. When I see folks like that, I'd be like, that's what's holding. They sneaky. It that's looks, to me, it looks sneaky, especially when it's African people around each other. Because we folksy. So African people, we have the benefit of being in spaces, even if it's just three of us, and be like, hey, girl, how you doing? Like, we have that way of being. So when I see some of our folks, it is a comfort sometimes because depending on where you are in that elevation landscape, the higher you go, the wider you go. So it may not be many of you there. 
that's intentional. So when you do see other Africans in the space, I don't need you out here trying to be the miracle Negro mm-hmm. and trying to throw shade to the other black folks because you know you that token and you gonna you gonna because that's what it looks like to me. It looks like I got the space and I don't want no more cooler black folks <coughs> coming in here trying to take my position. To me, it's just like it's just a. I don't need to cut go ahead, no, go yeah. ahead. No, I just I was and you know. I know we're talking about this one particularly, but, you know, like I said, I didn't, I haven't consumed this book in totality. So I'm I'm just skimming through the points and I'm like, majority of these points, yo, this, this book looks fucking gross. It's horrible, because man. It's but just people like, it, it's literally, it's, 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 for me, from what I'm experiencing <coughs> and skimming me. is that <coughs> it's, it's the uh, instructional manual, f- instruction manual for destruction. For, for destruction, deceit. And um, creation of enemies versus trying to combat them. You're literally yeah. creating the experience of enemies within your space. Yeah. Like with something like this, like always say less than necessary. It's like okay, you know, we've even ourselves experienced this in a space where we may have felt like we we can't say too much, or that like you know you move it in silence kind of thing. That's what it, that's what is is coming up for me. It's like because you feel like you, it's a competition, right? Someone did you say too much? Then someone's gonna do outdo you, or they're yeah. gonna find a way to do it. Or they're gonna steal your information, or steal your idea, and what, which is unfortunate because that does not breed right. a cohesive African unit. Right, and it's like, and in in that, it's like now, it's like how it, it sucks to have to feel that way. You have, to, it's like you feel like you're keeping something from your brethren, and it's like why you should be able to be your, and you also keeping from yourself because you're now allowing yourself to be 100% especially if there's what something you, you you would love to share you would love to be with we're not we've we've fallen out of love you know in within our human condition with being 100% who we are as loving people like love sucks uh friend like being cut you know cu- cuddly sucks being lovable sucks and everything is about the badass the loner the you know the the asshole, hard body hard body rough, we want we want to criticize them but we still want to keep them around because we secretly want to be them but why you want to be this person for what this person actually has emotional uh availability issues and and and, and issues stemming from a society that's created shit like this mm. that says you uh, have to Baba be by M. yourself. Baba said it's the devil's handbook. Show enough is. Say it better myself. It is definitely treacherous. Now, when you juxtaposition this next to this, and we're gonna get to some of this in a, in a few minutes, we're gonna go through a few more of these crooked yeah. concepts. Crooked concepts, family. Be careful what you're ingesting, and make sure you synthesize it through our African consciousness before you ingest this stuff. Brother Joseph says, I'm definitely going to have to run this back. This is all very interesting because, because I know one too many people who subscribe to a lot of these doctrines, like the 40 Laws of Power, I'm as if it's gospel, especially when it looks like, it's, when it becomes the business and, and the, the, the entrepreneur. You, and you can tell by it's virtually insane. any of you've never spoken to a, a black person. And we just, of course, we're talking to our people, so that's what I'm going to use as my, my right. example. If you've spoken to a black person, an African person, who's become an entrepreneur, or they're into entrepreneurship and stocks and like all this other stuff, and what it means they to be talk. successful, yeah, their talk, in. by virtue of their talk and the way they operate with you, shows how much of this they've been, they've been ingested, indoctrinated by and yes. ingested and, and, sto- and, 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 and soaked in. And put it onto their code. Because why? Because the matrix tells you this is how you succeed. But what the matrix is not telling you, this is how you exceed, succeed as the, the, the loyal participant and beneficiary of the matrix, which you, African, are not. A recipient period. of it, period. You're a recipient of the, me- the trickle-down piecemeal, piecemeal of whatever they felt like giving you. 
You're the hyena. We was watching Lion King the other day. We, okay. You're the hyena that Scar like dropped off the scraps from. Yeah, Go get it. You, Hakuna Matata. No, you better be getting on your grind, African. You ain't got time right now for Hakuna Matata. But anywho, yeah. let's check out some more of these guys. Check them out. So it. much depends on reputation guarded with your life. Your reputation is the cornerstone of your power. <clears throat> Let me tell you what. You, the reputation to me looks like you can't outdo another African. I mean, you can't outdo white folks. You can only try to squat on an African. So reputation for what? Because a, a African has no rights that a white man is, is bound to respect. So if you can't stunt on a white guy with reputation, who are you stunting on? Because your reputation is only that. I don't have a reputation. I have, I'm a being, I'm a whole being, and I am known for certain things because I've lived my life consistently my entire life. I don't have any dark rooms and whole closets and things I'm trying to hide because I don't have to. See, that was my own personal elevation. So when you take away the walls, there's no prison. Mm. There's then freedom mm. because you have nothing to hide from. Mm. Whatever it was, whatever the hiccup was, whatever the learning curve was, whatever the circumstance was, whatever I may have done or who may have done it to me or whatever the case may be, was all a part of the learning curve and a healing process of unleashing and getting free of the chains that bound you to the matrix. Mm. So miss me with the reputation piece because folks, they, you know what happens that we put too many, we deify people. In that whole reputation piece, and then when folks let you down, when you when you see Eddie Long foolishness, or when you see such and such and them doing whatever they're doing, and, and R. Kelly and all of these people, you don't deify these people. So when they do something wrong, you're now ca captured inside of the reputation, which was literally a brand that they created for you to consume. I've discovered that a lot of people have a reputation, and then I look into their life, and it, there's some inconsistencies consistently. Consistent inconsistency. Consistent inconsistencies because they want you to consume a brand as opposed to being a whole person. But the Matrix told you to conceal your intention, use deception, use your enemies, all of these things. Look at this one. Let get others to do the work for you, but always I'm take the credit. Yeah, I'm glad you skipped that. I can't one, right I was now. Like that. That shit is stupid. I can't right now. <laughs> that's just, that's and that's the how this that's how this country is being run. Um, and that's how a lot of these 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 corporations and formats are being run. And it's how, sad. Often, how often do you hear the conversation? What's that like? Your breathing alert? Something? Yeah, this is a. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but that's how these that's how these business and trickle down conversations are being run. Who do you have? The CEO. He he. Well, he delegated y'all. He hired y'all to do it. That's so well and good. But who who gets the award at the end of the day for the company? Oh, it was the CEO. Oh, I'm glad boy. I you know, was able to do what I did, which is what bring you jokers in. You know, and this like, doesn't work for the African. No, and, and 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 in order to create equity in the space of everyone doing their fair share and their fair part, that's how you create morale. That's how you create a positive morale. Positive um, morale. Equity, equity in those workspaces. This is how you keep the 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 the, the, the machine going, and you lower your turnover. People should be turning over only because they've excelled and reached another level that's so great. Actually, an, an extra bonus is based off of what you've given them. In that well, because space. I realize that, that, that leadership is not leadership. Right. Leadership is a result of nepotism. And I personally have walked into spaces where I'm like, who are these people and what they're doing here? Because I had to jump through all of these hoops to get this $2 job. And I have supervisors and bosses and people who are so subpar in their ability of leadership. Being able mm. to perform a task is not the same thing as being in leadership. It's not the same thing as being able to develop professionals. 
and develop people. And in the workplace, when it comes to this diversity and equity, that's what's going to be necessary for the African to leverage his position. So if you cannot take credit for the work that you've done and your supervisor wants to take credit for your work because he's trying to get cool points or she's trying to get cool points. Because I'm dealing with a girlfriend right now. I'm coaching right now behind this same thing. She can't even make offers into the staff meeting because if she don't run it by her supervisor first, her supervisor is going to throw stank at her, another black woman. <clears throat> has already been doing it to her for the past two years that she's been on this job. Because she wants to get the dibs on anything that she do, is doing. And the reason why she started putting her word out there in the staff meeting where all of the managers and the executives are there is so that she can get credit for her work. Uh-uh. Because this woman had been stealing credit for her work. In her, in her little group staff meetings, she would talk about whatever she's talking about, and then it would come to the big staff meeting, and she said, oh, my goodness. Foul. And nobody says, and then you know what she's supposed to do is sit there and hold a tight lip. That's not right, African, and we do that all the time. You know, there used to be a way, and she actually said something to me, when you have that kind of networking relationship, it's supposed to be that if you get some leverage, you bring your people with you. Right. That was the unspoken code. But today that doesn't work no because way. people are not in integrity with the ground rules to the system. When the African was a unit, that worked. And people aren't realizing that the system has built this, this idea of this radical individualism that we've just so like wholeheartedly jumped on top of. And this is where the disconnect within the African community tends to take place. Well, I need to be out for self. I need to be out I for mine. I got to go get my, I go get my bag. Or that idea was, don't, do you me. ain't get it first? Let me let me get it. You know who used to do that? Slave owners. Were, were all the, the, the slaves were, were, the, were the ones that created inventing things because they created the, you know, and, and sourced and, and got the patents she's first. Simba. She's showing up as Simba. You right. is Simba. <laughs> um, but like, you know, you when you look at that, that that's historic in and of itself in that type of ideology. And look what it creates. It created it creates the, the, the disdain, the distrust, and then mm-hmm. you and then you've what? You've now in turn created those enemies. You've been trying fighting so hard to to, to go to <laughs> keep out keep at bay. You created them. Now you created more. You created you've created more and for what? For, for to step on top of somebody to get to where, you know, to, to get to the next level. And that, like 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 Nefron said, this is not, this is not in an, in an African space. It's not a brotherhood, oh a sisterhood, gosh. a familial space to do that. It would be like oh, like you 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 shared your idea at the at this one board meeting, and the bigger board meeting, the directors like yeah, I, I I couldn't have done this without my you know you know my team my team my, for doing this work, my ex for doing this, for Y for doing that. We came together and, and it was a collaborative bond and an effort to create a bigger result. So that everybody that was feels appreciated and in contribution. And you know what they always said about African people not doing and making contributions on mm. the job. Let me tell you, I can't even begin to tell you some of the stuff that I've done on these jobs in terms of taking initiative, in terms of doing my work efficiently. Mm. Not, I don't have to. I don't have to show off. I don't have to do. I want to make my work easy. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to work hard. I have to work smart because I have the skills to be able to do so. And you know something, folk don't like that. They feel like you shining them up. No, not more than a master. And even if we haven't read the 48 Laws of Power, it makes us feel some kind of way. Well, what you should be actually doing is improving your skills. How about this? Win through your actions, never through your argument. Or what about this one? Make other people come to you. Use bait if necessary. What? Mm. Okay. How does that cultivate anything positive in your life? That's what I was like. I was reading. I'm like, yo, people ingest this? Infection, avoid the unhappy. People swear by this? Yes. People swear by this. Learn to keep people dependent on you. So this is what I'm talking about, creating leaders. 
People don't want to create leadership. They want to create followers. People want to create minions. People want to create under underlings. Mm, like they don't want to create. I invite powerful people, even if they are powerful in a certain specific respect. You know, because we're all in our journey, and mm. it's not. For, I'm not, and I'm not in the space for judging your journey because as long as you're in your journey, we're good. Right. But my thing is be able to communicate whatever deficit you have so that I can work around those things. And I feel like that's what happens in our community. We're not clear about our deficits. And if we do are clear about them, we want to hide them or minimize them. And since I see so well, folks definitely don't want to be in the light when it comes to me because I'm the one who lights the darkness. So right. I hear that. Right. Um, when, people, when, when people see that you see, they dip. They just, they, they, they just oh, totally shit. avoid. Um, and, but again, it doesn't work for the African in terms of a unit. Right. Because what we haven't done is we haven't compounded our efforts. You have a certain degree of talent. I have a certain degree of talent. You trying to dip, trying to hide something this big is not even that big of a deal. However you got that dysfunction, trust me, I can give you enough grace to tell you you got it from the Matrix. It's a symptom of post-traumatic slave syndrome. Right. Work that thing out and let's move on. Because it's not really that big of a deal. And, and you, you touched on something that was interesting when you said giving them grace around that. Oh, pretty much, you got that from the system. And it's you something I, I see you see more and more that it's like we, even in, in these teachings, we see how much we don't give grace to our people with realization that a majority of their de- deficits that they would uh, wasn't uh, develop. That. That was wasn't born with that. That was nurture. That was by the nature. That's not that nature. African people are not inherently we're, criminal. We're in a space. We're not inherently black on black crime. We're in a space where we have to to fight to unlearn a lot of what's been indoctrinated. Got to. It's culture because shock. it's indoctrinated in our in our, in our uh, elders and relatives that, that then that's genetically passed down. We were mm. clear. We clear now that's genetic trauma and all our learnings. Epigenetic. If they're if they're mm-hmm. if they're made enough to muscle memory, they become epigenetic. Right, so we, we learn that this is something that we, we essentially we're born with these these deficits by virtue of a system that already implanted that issue, you know, generations ago, right? And some of us are are are, are even cultivated into it as much as we may try to fight. Some may not be you know quote unquote strong uh, strong enough to fight that that face of it, or care to, to be in that fight. It's just like well fuck it, this is what it must be. Mm, this is what it creates these insecurities. Sad. It is sad. That's heartbreaking. That's sad. That. that means that you have no self efficacy. I hate to see when my people are beaten just down by up. the system in that way, especially for, for as creatives, especially as those who have big dreams. They when just and give when up. you hear the dreams, this is for me personally, y'all. When you when you hear the dreams, and then it's like ah, but that ain't gonna happen because yeah, this whatever. and that. Well, I ain't gonna do this. Why? Because of this. Fuck that. You know, I, 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 I passionately rebuke anything that the system has to say about the dream that you cultivate in your brain. Because if you, you have to take ownership. And once you let somebody else take ownership of them, then you're not you anymore. Sometimes it doesn't look the way you want it to look. Because if you're going to be in a, this is why I say to you, if you're going to play in the Matrix, you're going to be forced to compromise. you got to decide how much you're willing to bend. Don't break. Use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. Use good things to destroy your people. Oh my God! Make victims of your people and destroy them. Please, learning to give before you take is a skill. Is a skilled way of getting what you want. Selective honesty also functions as a means of disarming your opponent. However, regaling a single truth will not be enough. You'll have to construct a fakeade of honesty built upon a series of acts to gain trust. 
I'm sorry, I have to laugh at this shit because it's so fucking I trash. I can't believe what deceptive, <laughs> dysfunctional. Garbage. I can't believe the, I don't know if you guys watch Dallas. If you guys watch Dynasty, Dynasty. if y'all That's watch what, the soap opera, you up there, you know. If you watch it, Greenleaf, Greenleaf is on now, y'all. I know y'all be loving that. I be seeing y'all be watching them folks be watching that foolishness. I think I might have saw that thing a couple of episodes the first season. I was like, oh my gosh, Oprah need to have her behind whoop. <laughs> After Beloved <sighs> and Color Purple and things like that, I'm like, okay, so I I, I, I could drive. But then you come out with this garbage? I'm like, why are you putting this type of garbage to your people? Yeah. That further solidifies bad social behavior. African, we got to address our social behaviors if we're going to come together as a unit. Family. Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Uh, Brother Joseph says, I, I don't know why you always like that. But <laughs> my brother Joseph says, I've heard some of these laws on perimeter, never having read the book. And I'm like, this book is your king? Listen, I look at the success of so many of the people who swear by this book and the allure is mitigating more, mitigated more and more. When you see these people that are successful and then you look at something um, like, for instance, Gary, Gary Vee, who's, you know, a successful entrepreneur. He, he, a lot of his platform is built off empathy and connection and compassion as a, as a means to really get engaged with people, what have you. One of the few people is really talking about that in a particular sense. And one of the, one of the anecdotes he was saying was about talking to entrepreneurs that are like, mm-hmm. He's like, well, are you happy? Are you this, this, and that? He's like, yeah, well, whatever. I'll go cry about it in my Mercedes or what have you. And he's like, yeah. Until, Until you realize you're, you're crying in, in your Mercedes. So what's the give and take? For, for all that you've gained material, materialistic-wise, career-wise, or have you, what have you lost as part of your soul? As part of humanity, what are you who is around you? And who is around you that's willing to give you good counsel about your humanity? No one. No one. You people got people around you that, up your that are, behind and, and clapping for mediocrity. Snakes, sharks, and animals that are predatory in a, as a means to get to your next level, versus creating creating the harmony of, of of a village, the harmony of a collective, the harmony of a pack to protect yourself, to protect what's around you in your mm, village. Mm, mm. You ra- you rather you rather give that credence. This lonely level, I, I'm 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 alone in my in my thing, but at least I have these things that once they're taken away, now you have none of those things and none of your soul. So what next? Then comes suicide, suicide, depression, anxiety. The voices. The voices. Okay. How about this? Pose as a friend and work as a spy. Pose as a friend and work as a spy. Gross. You gotta be real trifling. Gross. I don't want to read it. Go to the when next asking one. for help, <laughs> appeal to the self-interest of others, never to their mercy or gratitude. Because people want to get something. <sighs> so if you want their help, try to leverage manipulating by offering them a, a carrot stick. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that doesn't work. Because as a natural giver, as a person that essentially actually wants to see people get ahead. Mm-hmm. I have historically been the first person to give. Mm. I have historically went in to create friendship and relationships. Well, I know our people are, are suffering with trust issues. So you know what? Because I am abundant, I will give first because it don't mean nothing. Don't sweat off my back. Here. And what they do? Take it. And then you know what they do? Here. And run away like a little, like a little mouse. Here. And they just keep taking it and taking it and taking it. And, and at some point, there is... And I'm checking in, because I'm like, and you're not giving to get, but it's about creating community and village and unity. And it's about providing resource, because resource is necessary. But what do they do? Take and run. Mm. And 
it's a, it's, it's, it is a clear symptom of post-traumatic slave syndrome. It's a clear symptom <laughs> of scavengering out of desperation because we've been created in this space. And we somehow we've created this reality because you can't keep crying about the master using African people to leverage this company, this country, because we're doing it to each other on a daily basis. Because you're not going to get over on these white folks. There's just too many of them. And if they give you something, they wanted to give it to you. Why? Because they're educated differently than you are. Just check, checking in family. Sister Michelle, the Sister Michelle says, uh, what book is this? How to Be Alone and Miserable. What? I came in late. Uh, this, so, so, again, this is, uh, this is, this is today's topic. We're, we're, we're assessing indoctrination in the terms of things like utilizing um, instructionary, instruction manuals like the 48 Laws of Power. Uh, I'm just going to switch over to it so you can see that. Just 48 see Laws that of Power, quick, the right book quick. is on there. Boom. Robert Greene, that so many people tend to swear by when it comes to, to life successes and how do you you know, uh, successfully succeed through your walk in life. Um, you can do the tool. You can do the tool. You cut me out the picture. Oh, don't no, don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it. It's good. Don't do it. It's <laughs> but, good. But, you know, it, but using this, how does that, how does this book, particularly in relation to success within the matrix, and, and because the book is built within the matrix in mind and those, that structural system, how does this effectively impact the African? And who is it, who is it for? Right, we talk a lot about the tools of the matrix. Mm -hmm. Who are these tools for? Who do they benefit? Does the African benefit from this? And does nation building for the African benefit at all from what mm -hmm. the, from the teachings of a book like, for instance, this 40 Year Laws of Power, which by virtue, if you look through those 40 Year Laws, we and we have a summation here. We can put the we can put the link in the yeah, group. Yeah, we could. If you want to take a look for those who haven't read it, um, you know, Brother Joseph, yeah, there's a we, we can just go right through it, um, to really like kind of quickly ingest it and then throw it up because Please you don't want it in your sure system. You, you throw this foolishness up. Peace and blessings, Dr. Yes, thank you for coming blessing, in. Brother, blessing, and, thank you for and, and leave your comments. I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and post this on here. Yeah, there um, we go. it's an uh, article I found. Someone just gave a quick summary yeah. of the forty eight laws of power. Um, you can look through it. I mean, you're, like, gonna, you're gonna be nauseating. You're gonna be pretty nauseating because when you're thinking and you're processing from an African prism, these things you're gonna go through this list and you really know that this stuff doesn't work because when we're doing these social behaviors, we are enacting these things on each other. Mm. We're not in the yeah. matrix. Now, the matrix functions like this on a day-to-day -day basis because this is the basic concepts of how America is built entirely. Mm -hmm. These deceptions, these manipulations, uh, this says here, know who you are dealing with. Don't offend the wrong person. Let me tell you what. If you talk to African up in certain spaces, you're going to be offended somebody. So what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to forego my humanity because you got your feelings involved? Why don't you grow up and leave your feelings at home? Let's deconstruct this together. At work. How, How about, about that? that? Right. All right, I hear okay. in these streets up in Sydney. Um, but yeah, let's Don't commit to together. anyone. Don't commit to anyone. Make sure the only cause you commit it to is yourself. Okay, radical individualism. Right. African, that does not work because we are an interdependent and a codependent type of people. We are we depend on one another for our our right. space to nurture us, to, to groom us, and to grow us. We have levels in our social strata. We have our elders, our, our healers. We have different space and different people who have different sets of skills as an interconnected social society. This is why this doesn't work for us. Right. So we got to really know how to switch off that world brain and have African brain. You got to be translating in two different languages. It's very important. Play a sucker to catch a sucker. Okay, it looked like a pimp wrote that one. A <laughs> appear dumber than your mark. <laughs> 
Play grandma, sucker, catch my grandma, sucker, my grandma used to tell me that actually. My grandma used to say, "Hey, don't nobody like no smart, no smarty pants, or don't be so smart all the time." I've actually done that quite well. Like really, people. and I, I played test. dumb for a long time. I've I tried playing dumb in and out, but that don't work for me. Knowing everything, I, it just it doesn't work for me, and, and I feel like I have to contortion myself to be somebody else. And yeah. I'm not saying I know everything, and I don't always have to speak up when I do know something, which I don't. However, in certain spaces, this is about my sanity and my self worth. We're not going to have that conversation. It's going to be you because it definitely is not going to be me. Use the surrender tactics. Transform weakness into power. Concentrate your forces. Play the perfect courtier. Courtier. Re- recreate yourself. I like that one. That's nice. Okay. I mean, but it's all contextual. I don't, I don't know what the blurb says, wrong. but I like that idea. Recreate yourself. Do not yourself. accept yeah. the role Evolution. society has given you. Forge your own identity. One co- one that commands attention. Master your image rather than letting others dictate it to you. Makes sense. I like that. You make yourself into a figure of power as if molding yourself from clay. That is good. So one out of For 25 African, so far. One out of 25. For the African, you definitely are going to need to unplug yourself from the Matrix. Recreate yourself. I personally suggest you get rid of everything. You work with an entirely clean slate. That means work through your own deficits. Clear it up. Work with your own inconsistencies. Deal with that old knowledge that you have that you got from the Matrix because Dr. Jane Elliott says, if a white person is raised in this society, they're going to be a racist. If they're not a racist, they are a miracle. Mm. Because everything about this society, including education and social strata, is centered around white-centered consciousness, and it creates racists. And guess what, African? You've been raised in this same space, and your consciousness is exactly the same Maybe not impacted the same way, but you've been nurtured into racism and self-hatred by virtue of the matrix. So you're going to have to defragment and unplug all of that junk in order to get to ability to be able to have African-centric consciousness. It's going to be some can work. I, can, I, can I just read Please, this next one because it just, it's just hilarious? It's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's so contradictory. It's 26, keep your hands clean. Check this out. How are you going to do that? And we don't talk about COVID. We're talking about some real dirty stuff. Look. Okay. You must maintain a spotless appearance. All right. You should never be associated with nasty deeds. Mm. Mm, okay. To do this, employ the use of scapegoats to disguise your involvement. Yeah. Your reputation uh, depends, again, that reputation thing, depends mm-hmm. more on the what you conceal than what you reveal. Mm-hmm. You should always have a convenient scapegoat on hand mm-hmm. for when needing to conceal your more dubious, dubious activities. Activity. So be clean by being dirty. Be clean by being dirty. dirty. Be dirty be trifling, and cover up dirt have a scapegoat. Don't care about your fellow human. Don't care about that woman and her family, her kids, that hug, that man who's going to need his job, who has to work, who has to take care of his own family. Don't worry about these people care less about them because you need a scapegoat because you got to keep your reputation clean because you know if your your main focus is <sighs> concentrate on yourself don't care about nobody else okay like how does that create a cult like following by playing on people's need to believe mm. minister miss minister neighborhood friendly reverend so and so and such and such give your brother a rock that he should stumble because you know people need to feel needed mm. people need to feel like they belong to something so lie to them if need be don't tell them the truth, because you're only a fool reject knowledge. People don't want to hear the truth. People, people don't want to hear that. People want you to tell them a pretty lie. Focus up, family. That doesn't work for the African, because in order for you to get through some of this muck and mire and be able to translate your consciousness to be able to process your living experience in African, that's not going to work. Interaction with boldness. Plan all the way to the end. Hmm, sometimes it's not possible. 
You got to be agile as an African. You gotta yeah, be, you got to flex gotta a little bit. Flex a little bit. Make your you accomplishments know. seem effortless. Control the up the up the options. Get others to play with the cards you have dealt. More manipulation. More three card Monty. Play into people's fantasies. Lord have mercy. And there's so many women who do this. Use what you got to get what you want. Really? Now, what I like in, like I said, since this is kind of constructing narratives, I like the reconstruction of that. Of I like the idea of playing into people's dreams. I think that's something. Meaning, people have their dreams, and you want to be just as much of a big believer as they as they are, because that gives them to support to have them be great and have them push forward. And and yeah, and, but that would be thinking I, in African. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a complete reconstruction of that idea, which is what you were saying was like manipulation tool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm speaking in terms of not a manipulation tool, but a, a tool in the sense of empowerment and elevation, because you like you would want someone to believe as much in your dreams as as, as you do. No one can actually do that per se, but you want to have that experience, mm-hmm. create power within those around you, right? And, and I'm like, I'm personally a firm believer in that, creating power for people, and not and not from an authentic space either. I love hearing people's dreams, and to do that rather than. I don't know where this falls and whatever his laws are, but like downplaying someone's dreams. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, all right, but anyway, yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah, that's right. yeah, whatever. Think as you like, but behave like others. What? Well, you're not going to be able to have access to your African centered consciousness with this. <laughs> Which idiot wrote this that? Is oh, not, Robert Green. Carol. This is not possible that for you to get access this. to your African centered consciousness if you have to think. Like you want to, but make sure you act like everybody else. Then you're not because being in the event, and no, but you know what? We do this, and this is why African people don't speak up for their best interests. Mm. They because they want to make sure they don't offend the white people in the space, especially their bosses. Because you know, the higher you go, the whiter you go, and the whiter you get. And then if you don't want to offend your supervisor, you want to critique them. You know, it's a whole lot of stuff that's inside of this. Think as you like, but behave like others. And then behave like a smith. And then don't step out. And then now you're too deep to even try to even label. You know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Nope. Too late. Now you got it. Too now, late. Now you got to commit to someone because you committed to already uh, the, the facade and, and the mask of who people think you are by the nurture, nature of your by virtue of your behaviors. <laughs> Avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. What? Woo! I'm gonna step in them shoes. I'm gonna kick them. No, nobody gonna step in them shoes because you know what they want to do. And burn them. People don't want to be held to a standard. And I've had this same experience. And I'm not calling myself a great man, but I know that this is what happens. I have had situations, and I have to always talk about the working experience, where I'm on the job, and in one particular space, this woman wanted, she she couldn't really come at me sideways, so what she did was she tried to move me out and put me somewhere else Mm -hmm. so that I didn't have to be in the same space, sharing the same space with her, because she obviously saw me as a competitor. We are African women. You are a supervisor. How am I competing with you? Why? Because I do the work better than you do and you don't know what the hell you're doing and you don't want me to see you not knowing what the hell you're doing because this is not about that because I'm here for sharing. But you know what people say? Familiarity breeds contempt. So if I support you fixing your junk, no, no, but this will happen. If I support you fixing your junk, now you mad that I know and you resent me because I know that you was hanging baggy the other day. Really? I've been there. You see that? I've been there. Now you want to be angry with me because you know I've seen you trifling. (laughs) I've seen you throwing up. I've seen you out here acting differently. And now you want to be up in here acting like all tight suited and all of that there. When I saw you being a clown, 
But listen. That's on you, though. That's on you, first of all. I ain't got nothing for you. Like, I have my respect. own conduct. And let me tell you, I've always had my own conduct. And I used to club and go out with my homies. And I had my own brand and always have had my own brand. I ain't going to have my... I, have, I, I don't have to have that same space as everybody else. That's just what I've chosen to do. And I was in my early 20s. And it was just something that, you know, was back then I really had an issue with being half-naked. It bothered me. I don't want to be meeting guys... And your first interaction with me is physical. Right, because then that's what there is going to be expected. No, of I don't. Man, I don't want. I don't want to have that until they get you. Then they control you. Me. Ugh. Anyway, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. You know they say go for the head. You know go for the biggest. Go for the top of the brass and everybody else. Okay, got you should have gone for work that. on the hearts and minds of others. I like what I'm thinking of what that means. I don't even want to know what it's he's they, talking you know, about. Disarm and the mirror yeah. effect. If mirroring your opponent and doing exactly what they do, you humiliate them and cause them to overreact by making them believe you share their values. So I'm supposed to blow pretty pink smoke up your ass while you over here looking sideways. Because that's basically what it's saying. And see, that that's the, the, the negative reaction and, of what I was talking about earlier, which is like, it's not, you know, of oh, act like you, you're interested as a means to like disarm them and bring mm -hmm. their guard down. So the way you can strike at the head and all those other whatever. I don't like that. Preach the need for change, but never reform too much at once. Okay, African? Because let me tell you, the revolution will not be televised. So I don't know who they, who they talking to. Don't reform too much for whose comfort. Because as far as I'm concerned, eight minutes and 46 seconds, it's past time to reform. Mm -hmm. So I'm not taking no gradual, creepy steps for nobody's benefit because that doesn't benefit the African. I'm here for it right now. Look at what we accept in the, in the instance of this Look whole election. Because people, like, and I'm, hmm. I'm going to keep it 100 because I don't, I don't really agree with a lot of what people have been saying about okay. this whole election thing. Like, I really don't like this idea. Hmm. Um, I'm going to show you straight up. I don't like this idea of, 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 of having to deal with a Biden versus a, a Trump. We'll see what what happens at the end of the day. But, but the, the sentiment I, I haven't appreciated is with people like, well, you know, um, you, you, you guys can't want revolution all immediately after having dealing uh, yes, with so much. After, after having to deal with so much of this destruction, you can't just want a, 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 a just stark revolution. That's going to be just too much for the emotion to handle. Deal with it. For who? Because check this out. It's long overdue. And you need something because check this out. But with that, for that, for me, what that will breed. This is what my biggest concern is. It will breed is that people will say they'll bring a Biden in or some progressive mind or someone that's not Trump, and then people will be lulled to sleep yet again because they'll think, okay, well they he's not do. Trump. It's all good. Woo! And then four years go by and shit hasn't been done. You forgot that you were actually supposed to hold that motherfucker accountable to what he said he would do. You know. Biden hasn't really said a damn thing, but anybody in that position, if you're going to hold them to task, then hold them to task. And that's what they well, should be doing, especially if you're voting for them. And my concern is that people will not do that. Um, and they'll just be glad that Trump's it's not, not there gonna happen. and go it's, on vacation. It's going to and it'll be the same shit, different day for black folks. It's going to happen. I'm here to tell you why it's going to happen, because the past is the greatest indicator of the future. So you had Reagan, who was loosey-goosey, Reaganomics and everything, Lucy Goosey, Contra Iran hearings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have Father Bush. And then you had Clinton. Uh -huh. Then you had Son Bush. And then you had Son Bush. And then you had Son Bush. And then you had Obama. Obama, which is the. And everybody loved to sleep. And now you got this dirt. <laughs> and then you're gonna have another an, another to loosen the rings a little bit. So there's a up and, down top, up and down top up and down top of mind you while they had Clinton, 
He was writing all kind of twisted stuff that hurt African people, but African folks love this man because he played a saxophone and he hang up in Harlem. Also, I don't oh, give a flying what? fig Newton. Oh, they love because he hang up in Harlem and played a sax. And he wrote all kind of crazy drug laws on African people. Okay, hurt African folks right before they decided to put broken mirrors, before they decided to gentrify all of these communities. Because when those plans and stuff like that are in place, that stuff doesn't happen overnight. That stuff is a process. That was a 15, 20, 25, 50-year prospectus as to the steps that it was going to take in terms of project management on the landscape that has impacted your social life. So it doesn't matter who's sitting behind the table. It just depends on how is that going to impact you. And it doesn't impact the African. What happened when Bush got in office? Which oh, the, the son. Oh, yeah. The father tried to blow up. The World Trade Center. 93. That was half-assed. That didn't happen. It kind of was half-assed and kind of <sighs> broke down. It didn't really work out all that well. So then we got Clinton. We're going to go back and regroup it in the back end. We're going to keep working through some things. Right. Let's put and this pup come, in the front. And then here come for son Bush, and it goes down. Boom. You got it. It goes down. How convenient. They, 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 the set the, they set the situation up. Everything went according to plan. It was a family plan. affair. <clears throat> Everything went according to plan. I'm just saying. So these politics that it's like reality TV, I'm not here for it, people. You better know something about the social landscape or how to shift this landscape because this foolishness right here, this is garbage. But let's talk about what African people used to manage their social strata and their social condition. Let's look at the 42 new ethical covenants of Ma'at. Let's talk about why these folks don't want yeah, you using this. Don't want you using this right here oh, at all. So just check it out. Not do I flirt with ancestral treason by failing to identify myself as African in the Americas or in the diaspora. You, can't def you cannot offend your African ancestors and the journey that they have paid by being out here contortioning yourself, being somebody you're not. Do not, not do I. So when you say not do I, it means that you have not done this. It is your declaration of independence. Not do I discourage, devalue, or do harm to a fellow African sister or brother or fail to honor and keep my word. How can you be deceptive? How can you manipulate people's needs? How can you do all of these things out of here and do that too? Not going to work. It's not going to work. See, but this is what we were using Long before we ever saw a Bible, long before we ever came in touch with any of these other doctrines, the, I'm going to post this up there in the, in the, in the, in the, the thread as well. Okay? Not do I discriminate against my African sisters or brothers based on skin complexion or, fo or phenotype. Now, mind you, this is a little bit of an, a, uh, a different interpretation of the 42 laws based on the shrine of Ptah. Okay, but I'm going to show you something. That 42 sounds like colorism, too. Yeah, huh? Sounds like colorism. Yeah, well, he took into some behaviors. Ooh. He took into some um, Baba Heru, okay. who is he, this, the shrine of Ptah. He is the leader at the shrine of Ptah. So when you look at, I have not committed sin, I have not, committed robbery or violence. I have not stolen. I have not slain a man or woman. I have not stolen food. I have not swindled offerings. I have not stolen from the goddess. I have not told lies. So when you're saying things like this, this doesn't work with none of this right here. Nah. I have not closed my ears to truth. I have not cursed. I have not carried away food. I have not 
made anyone cry. I have not felt sorrow without reason. I have not assaulted anyone. I have not deceitful. I have not been deceitful. How about that, family? It's in contradiction. I have not stolen anyone's land. Mm. That definitely doesn't work <laughs> when you came in America. So we need to change our social landscape. We need to allow you to feel what you think. What we're going to tell you is right. We're going to give you a new concept of the new norms. So inside of some of these dysfunctional new norms are the things that what have you agreed to? Don Pedro who reads says the four agreements. What have you agreed to participate in? That was the question. So when you had the 42 laws of Ma'at that said, I have not terrorized anyone. I have not polluted myself. I have not seduced a man's wife. I have not been angry without reason. I have not disobeyed the law. I have not been exclusively angry. I have not cursed the gods or goddesses. I have not behaved with violence. I have not caused disruption of peace. Mm. I have not acted hastily or without thought. I have not overstepped my boundaries of concern. I have not exaggerated my word when speaking. I have not worked evil. I have not used evil thoughts, words, or deeds, and I have not polluted the water. I have not spoken angrily or arrogantly. I have not cursed anyone in thought, word, or deed. Mm. I have not placed myself on a pedestal. I have not stolen what belongs to the gods or goddesses. I have not stolen from or disrespected the deceased. I have mm. not taken food from a child. I have not acted in insolence, and I have not destroyed property belonging to the gods or goddesses. Well, I can tell you right now, do you, do you really know why the Matrix would not want you to have access to this? Sister Michelle says, um, it's amazing that this book has become so popular among our people. The author doesn't even live up to these expectations. Definitely doesn't. It goes to show about your earlier point of putting celebrities on these pedestals because that's how this book even became popular. It was not written for us or by us. Uh, currently reading The African Origin of Civilization, okay? Like, let's be clear what we've chosen to be, quote-unquote, our gods or our, 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 our um, blueprints for life based on from a design of a structure that wasn't made for us. We just happen to be brought in, blindfolded. Brought in, blindfolded to exist within the dome that wasn't made for us. And then we abide by these rules that don't correlate to how we get to be better people mm -hmm. collectively. So these are the things that are in the space. And it's very interesting that, you know, they're, they're, there's so much conversation but I mean, I want you, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this also from the Shrine yeah, of Pata also. Well, yeah. so um, he has a bunch of things over here. Consume Not have I indulged well. in, in or tolerated incest. Okay. Not do I touch the body temple of a woman without her consent uh, or permission. Mm. Not do I indulge in self hate, self depreciation, or music whose lyrics promote violence or denigration of our women. Not do I join any other religion whose scriptures even remotely support chattel slavery, mutilation, torture, or murder. Mm. So he revised the intentions of the 42 Yeah, it sounds like a my, modernized It is. It is a modern, it's modernized, and it is, yeah, it definitely uh, It sounds like hip-hop is in there. <laughs> or, it it, or, it definitely, um, it definitely addresses, not do I address or exhibit behavior, which invites or provokes disrespect, shock, or pity. Um, so this is a conversation for us to have, African, because yeah. this is not about perfection. It is about striving for excellence, striving for better, striving to master the self. And a lot of mastering yourself is going to be, as an African, is going to be a contradiction with these new norms. Um, and these new norms create comfortability for somebody else 
to do the things, the, the destructive things that, that is occurring in our society that people are participating in because there is really no need for war. There is no need to steal or take anything from anybody. There is no need to take people's land. The, the book starts off on power. What do you want with power? What does power do? Because that's what this is all about. The 48 Laws of Power says, to green, power is amoral. It's a game, a social game to master it. And you must be able to study and understand people, yet you must always take the most indirect route to power. What do you need with power? Right. What is it giving what you? What is what's power? The, what's the goal? What's the point? Because the reality of it is you only actually have power over yourself. Mm. The only way to get power over someone else is either through intimidation or deception. And this is how all of these social landscapes of individuals and peoples have garnered power. In other societies, an ability of creating harmony was the intention. It, a action started off providing for a need and creating harmony. I'm going to provide for my need. I'm going to take. I won't take more than I need. I won't waste. Right? I will share with others. Like, this was the intention that garnered the space not to access power. Power over what? As an African, you are a steward of the earth. You are a responsible world citizen. You are to mm. take care of the planet. You're a steward. You shouldn't actually have power. Power only belongs to the divine. You have access to making decisions. You have power over your self-mind and actions and yes. thoughts. You have access to that. You are even stewards over your children. You still don't even have power over your children. They don't belong to you. The universe gave them light as well for them to walk a path as well, and you deemed a steward over their life to support culturing them and, and, and grooming them in a way to nurture them in the right direction. Mm. So this is these, these are some things that you know we want to talk about because we always discuss it here on, on Soundbites yeah. in terms of ways for us to restructure how we approach this living experience yeah. and why there's going to be so much pushback when you talk about African-centered consciousness because it's, it's uncommon. Our people, I, I, we run into this too often where our people, the behavior hasn't reached a level yet where we still have an issue with how we interact with one another in our social condition. If we're having these minor issues within our social landscape, I don't care what level of academic achievement or what level of professional or personal elevation you've achieved, we're still having these same social interactions that are symptoms of the Willie Lynch and symptoms of post-traumatic slave syndrome. They don't work in terms of African theory. African theory is Ubuntu. I am because you are. Hmm. African is a unit. African is a collective. African is we actually you we, we work with each other's energy and we garner space and we hold space that way. It's all about moving energy. That's African. And this landscape does not work and maneuver in that area at all because it doesn't have the faculties to be able to do that. So what it decided to do is change the whole landscape and make you, force you to, act, to, to acclimate to it. Mm. So in order for you to get back to your African center, you want to figure out how to get rid of this stuff and deprogram and decolonize your mind and get rid of this junk because yeah. you want to start to translate your living experience with an African-centered prison. Absolutely, and I think you know, looking at looking at this stuff, I don't know, we're about to close in a bit, but mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's come up for me, especially over the past few days, I was um, 
in reflection of what the authority laws of power are, like now, and this dissection of it, seeing it in totality for me, what's coming up for me is um, looking at this whole landscape of how the you know Africans are dealing with this this election and dealing with looking at Trump and who's the Democrats and Republicans better. I got caught up in I some got you, whole thing. Mm -hmm. I got caught up in some whole conversation. I don't know how that got happened, but some guy that's been advocating for like you know the, the blacks need to you know do, you know denounce the, the the democrats and republicans actually been helping mm -hmm. black people and trump has been helping black more people and i was just like what i was like okay what's your solution how one two what's your solution then if they need to denounce the democrats and all this episode i think personally denounce all the shit because it doesn't serve us period but i've been looking at these, these are the little tidbits of conversations that people are having well trump did this he signed police he signed prison reform he signed off on on this and x y and z for black folks he's done more than he's done more for black folks than obama and feeding into this track this trope that he's put forth and you have to understand what this, this something like the 48 laws of power creates for someone who who consumes it as a white person he doesn't have to give a damn about whether or not that him signing that is good for you. He's just signing shit. That's right. People put these things together. They they build these things. They bring it to the table. He signs it. Will it make blacks vote for me? Sure, I'll sign it. Whatever. That sounds good. Do I actually give a fuck about this? No, because this is the battle to the all-out war. As long as I get to win them over, and that means I have more people enlisted into my dream, mm -hmm. into what I am my power play, so that I can win. I need the black vote. And he's expressed it on what is one occasion. In, original, in his original election, what do you got to lose, black mm -hmm. people? You got you got a shitty situation. You might as well just pick me because might as well. I'm just like, that's just go how. Ahead and sell. So that's someone that you wouldn't believe in that treats your living experience as that when you were so much more. <laughs> to one to be like, well, he signed this, he signed that, he did what? Two or three things so far people have proven to me that would make him remotely sound like a viable person to, that supports black people. Are you out your fucking mind? Good Lord. Lincoln wrote the Emancipation Proclamation for the sake of just ending the war. He didn't give a damn about freeing slaves. Whether he could or he would. If, if it meant to free the slaves to end the war, he did, which he did. If it meant not freeing them to end the war, then that would have been too. We, we weren't, it, we were it wasn't a it was not. It was neither here nor there. What it was is about business and the, and the commerce of slaves. Right? What was keeping the South XYZ, like all that shit. That's what that was about. If, if if me winning this bigger landscape means a small portion of, of my concern of helping these black folks out with this little thing, fine. Because you know what? I'm going to instill something that's even bigger that's going to wipe that shit out anyway. And they'll be none the wiser because they've already drank my Kool-Aid. And they're already, they've already taken in what I've said. So understand how to critically an analyze your human condition, who's in power, who's making so these quote-unquote societal decisions about what your next step is. You. Lord have Not mercy. them. You. What is this? So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read, um, <laughs> I'm going to read Michelle's comment right quick. Yes, yes, please, yeah. Um, she said, exactly, the author is a white guy who grew up in L.A., with parents in the entertainment business, there is no relationship to our blackness or building our community. None. Um, why, and, and why should he care? According to um, Wikipedia, he said, the youngest son of Jewish parents grew up in Los Angeles in the University of California in Berkeley. Uh, he studied Zen Buddhism, um, which is interesting. Uh, he speaks five languages, is an average swimmer, mountain biker, suffered a stroke, 
etc etc so that's a little bit about his background hmm. he has quite a few books out there the Art um, of Seduction. So I didn't read the Art of Seduction. Well. I read that one as well. I'm so not, it all sounds I'm not like the Art of Manipulation. Basically. The 33 war, Strategies of War, the 50 of Law, and Mastery. I've read Mastery, and I've read the um, <coughs> excuse me, me, the Art of Seduction. To me, it sounds but like I'm he not, he he um, constructs the blueprints for deception, <coughs> blueprints for manipulation to get ahead. How I got over the the blueprint. Is basically what it sounds like. Well, he didn't have to get over, first of all. No, I mean, so basically I'm, how, what, how to get over. Right, right I get me. it, but see, the thing about it is we really, this is why it's important to be able to translate and think in African. Mm-hmm. Because when you bring in these things, it's okay. If you're going to look at this as a way of understanding the matrix, fine. But if you're going to look at this as a way to understand the matrix and then apply it to your life and your community, there you're having a problem. Mm-hmm. Because... Intention matters. So if I intention to create a work of art coming out of my energy and my spirit, I'm going to create something that is going to be African-centered, helpful, supportive. It's going to nourish. It's going to impact in a way that's going to empower. That's what I'm going to create. And it's going to primarily be of support of African people because African people are the ones in this social landscape that needs that support. Some of the things that I create, anyone can take from in terms of empowerment. But in terms of having African-centered consciousness, I don't know. Because who's inspired to use the 42 laws of Ma'at to govern their living experience? Because if you did that, then there would be a lot of that wouldn't happen in our society. Mm. If we were living by the 42 laws of Ma'at, or we were living by the 42 new ethical covenants, life would look very different for us here in the West. Um, and, And there's a lot of people that are very comfortable with the destruction and dysfunction that is in this space. The deficits and the deviant behaviors and all of the different things that are in our space are here out of constructing things like this and social behaviors like this. You cannot tell people who live among others to only think about yourself. That actually does not work. See, water is community property. The soil is community property. The air is community property. So all of the pollution that we have in our society, that's for profit because somebody's trying to get power for what? To do what with? Right? Right? So this is what we are. So we got a lot to look at, family, in terms of how we process information and what we're taking from this social landscape. This man himself doesn't have to live by any of these things because his life wasn't set up this way. But he can create this thing as a product... And he can sell it. And you got a bunch of African people out here. Jay-Z, uh, Drake, a couple of folks out here. 50 Cent made his own cents. version of 50 Laws of Power or a some fi- shit like a few, that. Yeah, a I few. I mean, he's a prime example. because He's just a big like, old come bully on, and folks. just a fucking dick. And when some of these folks get into these spaces, what they do is they adapt. And like I said, if you have an African-centered consciousness, it's going to be in contradiction to a lot of what's happening in the Matrix. So you have to employ cognitive dissonance in order to function every day within the matrix. You're going to have to. How far are you willing to compromise? Because just to be a part of the matrix, you will have to compromise to a greater or smaller degree. But but I'm hoping that you don't betray your ancestors in the process. That's my concept. Because at least you show up as an African every day. Mm. You can adjust, the space can adjust to you. Mm. Or not. 
and then you move yourself and you move into other spaces that you can create. But I have an issue with Africans believing that this is all that there is and that there is nothing else. That, oh, we got to do this. Or you got to tap dance and you got to coon and you got to step and fetch in for the matrix. You don't actually have to do any of those things. You could actually utilize your power as a unit. You could actually unplug from the matrix. Africans could have actually created their own party this election after 8 minutes and 46 seconds. African people, if they wouldn't have let other folks come in there and distract from the movement, could have actually created political power this election, right now. Right now. But right now what happened? Deception. Deception. A three-card Monty. And nobody is saying anything right now. Everybody's hush-hush because they don't put everybody to sleep. Now everybody's more concerned with going to the beach and having barbecues and going to the nail shop and getting up haircut. What, family? Come on, man. I can't right now. This is madness. I can't. I can't. I feel some kind of way about it. (sighs) Yeah. I do. So I really want us to be able to, to shift out the way we see. And like I, I said, too. it's going to be culture shock. But I keep telling you, African, I can't be the only one. Hasid can't be the only one. It can't be 12 of us. It can't be 15 of us. We need critical mass. So we need enough courageous Africans to get out here and shift the space within themselves first and within their culture and within the communities to shift the space. We need critical mass. It's what, 42 million of us? We need, it's 42, in, in 45 US. million, 42, 45 million Africans on this American soil. We need critical mass. We can work with at least 3% or 10% of that amount. We could work with a 10, 3 to 10% of that amount with a new, different vibration in different spaces and places, shifting our behavior and consciousness within our families and communities then we can impact the rest. Because you know what they say about the group dynamics. Mm. You know, you get enough folks on it, everybody else will just jump on the bandwagon because, you know, some folks are just bandwagon type folks. Shit, that's hot. I'm going to jump on. That's hot. Let me get on it. But we got to maintain momentum, family. Absolutely. Like, I cannot believe that after 8 minutes, 46 seconds, we've lost momentum. I'm upset about that. Because we need to be better. We need to be sharper. This is not Mm. a marathon. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. It's not going to happen in one day. It's going to take time, and it's going to take a unified effort in order to actually shift the landscape because you are worthy. You don't have to participate in this madness because it is dysfunctional, and you really want to connect with the fact that it is dysfunctional, and it is madness. Stop pretending that it's all good because you think this is the only way you got to get your come up. It's dysfunctional. And if we came together as a unit, we could get so much farther. I was talking to a brother. He said, these Africans here in America have enough capital to actually be a nation. Just the amount of money we spend is enough for us to be a nation, yet we have no political power. So yes, people are laughing at us. People are like, they got to be crazy. Because why? We see these political cartoons these other co- countries are making on, about man, us. We looking crazy. Come as on, as we looking crazy as all get out of here in these streets right now. And all these con- and all these other countries and like I don't even get into the whole COVID conversation. But all these other countries that have gotten COVID, you know, or or Lord. have put the stuff forward to get it under control, so to speak, or at least the people are willing to deal with it. Look at what we have to deal with in America. This this dysfunction of radical individualism, caring for self and not wanting to do something because it be will be mildly inconvenienced by the existence of another person. This is what we have to deal with. I ain't with it. Susan, and he pulls from Machiavellian principles, which to me are synonymous with Western, Western thought. But see, this is what I'm saying, sis. I know this, you know this. 
But it's too many of us that just get up every day, get dressed, and go do our thing. That's why I said, listen, most of us just accept what we're given. Mm. We actually don't really think about the processes of what's going into this right. is the, crit- the critical analysis is this is how i and i taught i posted recently um the plato's republic and the, all these different theories look at their social landscape and to understand the psychologists and psychiatrists and social behavior theorists and all of these different people coming out of this western thought and how america got its leg we got you know polish Hungarian, austrian we got all these different types of theories that go into our everyday social living experience and we have no clue as to how these things got here. Mm. And we did not actually do the theory. We did not research the theories that have impacted our living experience. I try not to really get into a lot of that because our people will get into that real feeling system about you talking over their head. I mean, you know, once they get into that space, they don't want to have a conversation. But what we do here is educate. So right now, you just heard a new term today called the Machiavellian Principles. So go research Machiavellian Principles and educate yourself. And we can have another conversation about that some other time. But family, I appreciate you guys for coming in always. We just be building it up up yes, in this Thank you for sound convening with us and sharing your thoughts, family. Peace and power to you. Always. For sharing your thoughts. Uh, Brother Joseph, Sister Carol, Good Sister thanks, Michelle. Man. Um, Carol, I had to talk about peppers, collard okay. greens, tomatoes. Bean, green, potatoes, tomatoes. Uh, Brother Stephen Biko, uh, appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please share the link, family. Um, share always. the link. Continue the conversation, uh, uh, Brother Doctor Kelfani. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, who else we have was on the check-in? Somebody else was on the check-in. Oh, yes, uh, Baba Imhotep, appreciate yes, you for checking in. Thank you. Um, those who found value in the conversation and 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 in extending the conversation, what's possible in it? Um, please share the video. Please share the link. Um, and please share. Um, uh, a podcast as well, and let's continue the conversation beyond you know beyond this broadcast. You know what I mean? It's continue an everyday activity. Hopefully, we will put it into our lives. Exactly, please. It's application. Please this put it into our lives. Conversations. It's application because um, knowledge applied is what is where power. Not you know, knowledge, grows. power. Not knowledge. Not knowledge, knowledge is power. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge by itself is just withholding. We got it's a lot of people out here consuming information, but they're not living the journey. You must live the journey. Knowledge applied is power. Malcolm X applied the information that he learned. When he read the dictionary and he learned every word in the dictionary and he was able to write the minister, he applied the information that he learned and he, did it, he used that information to do a task. He read the dictionary, mm. learned to read, defined those words so he could write a letter to the minister. Mm. Learn to apply an action to get a result. That's the goal. Knowledge applied is power. Give thanks. That's shame, family. So, again, this is Soundbites International Radio. Black Mm -hmm. Conscious is the claim. One world is the aim. One world is the aim. Remember, you can uh, visit our website. Uh, This is soundbites.com, which is on the screen right now. Uh, This is soundbites.com, where you can find our podcast. Um, uh, audio podcast available on Apple, Apple, keep saying Apple Music, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as our Sound Bites merch. To shout out to Brother Joseph, I, I did see you comment about the shirt idea that did, you, you, you know, you're sparking some stuff up there, Playboy. We appreciate you. Um, but okay, definitely, the flames going out. Absolutely. With so you know, we, we we're gonna have more merch and more things that ways you, uh, you can get to support Sound Bites other than you know directly donating, which also is an option. You can donate um, to what Sound Bites. We'll pick up what, what we're putting down. Um, by donating at our um, our cash app, 
um, at Soundbites Radio. Uh, so you can donate there. Also on the site there's a contribute button which you can donate. Um, remember that you can stay connected with us again on IG um, at Soundbites International Radio, um, as well as here, of course, on Facebook, uh, Soundbites International, the Book of Faces, and again, as I said, Spotify and Apple <laughs> Podcasts at Soundbites International Radio. Family. You can um, visit those platforms to get more Soundbites content beyond our weekly now. broadcast live here on Facebook. Um, every Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Soundbites International, um, the Facebook page. Uh, so we, we appreciate your family. Streets Absolutely. With so. African-centered consciousness, a rare occasion. Absolutely. But please indulge yourself. Yes, and we're looking to definitely expand you know, our platform in ways um, that you know can be as supportive as possible to the community. Um, so you know, over time, we do appreciate all, as I get, again your support, um, whether it's um, through funding with our, our you know cash app or um, with sharing what we what, what our platform is doing, what we're, and the conversations we're having. Yes, um, because it takes a village, right? Our edification, takes a village. Our we come into the family. It takes a Listen, village. Um, this is not the Matrix family. This will not be. This is not not. This is the revolutionary revolutioning your mind <laughs> brother, brother joseph said knowledge applied definitely needs to, is knowledge applied is power definitely needs to be on the shirt trust Listen, me we coming through it's going with the down shirt family action. don't worry about it we got it we got what you need we love we love you too sister carol we're gonna play the bedtime story now um so as you know we Let's like to close it. out um, bringing the energy high, so we're gonna close out. We're gonna give you something African. Come on, let's get something. Let's get something. We're gonna close out with 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 Carol's bedtime story, aka just the power of I am, brother Naeem Bricks, uh, featuring myself and the brother Joseph Goings, aka AJ Throwback. AJ Throwback out here in these streets. Off, uh, one love to my brothers and Sam. Naeem Bricks. Um, so we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna vibe out, y'all. So thank you. So stay get with us. Family. Vibe out. Enjoy the vibes, and this is Soundbites International Radio. Black Conscious Declaring One World. World of the game. Game. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness, which makes people ask, Who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, Listen again, my affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I some chocolate mofo, yeah. Anytime I'm on GoPro, never go high home growth. Living uh-huh. spots with a coke so low. Mm. This is what foul morale so low. Uh-huh. So I pitch it fast, pitch it slow. Yes. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. Oh. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Uh-huh. Revenge on my mind, start flipping the script. They fed me lines, started picking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. Uh-huh. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Uh-huh. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, uh-huh. little cuz cock up with a dirty burner. But better. Believe in me a thousand percent. Bet I achieve what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist. Killing these niggas with their toxinness. Without a pop and piss, so monotonous. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers, couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris face, nigga. Nigga, you dead wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. Say I'm washed. Well, 
they're absolutely right. I am washed, as in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn, turn. Million dollar dreams, yeah, I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to accept facts that those I gave jetpacks and no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shit paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Matter reflected in the color and gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen and I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, boss was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat on my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena. Inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers. Of guards and unbelievers. Do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, motherfucker. What they say, I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Brody, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking others every lane, share about seats. I'm in line with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish I want to or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power.